Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you'll be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. Tape live at Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. It's great. On the Twitch, of course, we've got our alert box, which whenever anybody follows us, Lex Luger strolls up and looks, surveys the scene there at Nitro, and it reminds me of, of Pirate Larson. What's Yarr. going on? What's going on? Yeah, Larry Larson. Yeah, this thing hurts my head. I you got that little hat on there. Where's your sword? Do you yeah. get your sword to wave around? And Oh, it's over there. It's too far away for me to reach. Yeah, it's too far away. It's on the bow. I'm yeah. here on the stern. I'm on the stern. It's on the bow, yeah. <laughs> right. Anyways, uh, so yeah, uh, it's Pirate Week. Larson lost WrestleMania predictions, so he's a pirate. Uh, and then there's still you still got to do your Royal Rumble prediction punishments as well. Yeah, I'm trying to uh, maybe night. not next weekend, the weekend after that. What's the deal with your laptop? Is you getting that laptop back or what? They ever going to give it a no say? No, don't know. We'll find out. To be continued. Fair it's enough. It's an ongoing adventure. Like Raw. Let's talk about Raw, Larson. Now, oh, gosh. Okay, well, let me ask you this. We'll dispense with the uh, Raw is a bunch of crap for now. Okay, let's just talk about some storylines. Uh, Braun Strowman has been added to WrestleMania Backlash. Now, uh-huh. if I remember correctly, it was your early prediction that you felt Drew's probably going to get this title back at WrestleMania. No, he's not, get, he's not getting the title back. 
He's not. Braun was added to keep Drew from winning that title, right? Well, there's Braun involved, and now there's T-Bar and Mace, who yeah. I don't know what their deal is. Yeah. You know, they made it perfectly clear, unless this is some sort of weird double swerve, uh, uh, you know, hatched by MVP and Lashley to confuse uh, McIntyre even more. So the end of the end of Raw main event. So if Braun won his match against Drew tonight, he would get a spot in the main event at WrestleMania Backlash the WWE title. Uh, this is obviously something that Lashley didn't want. Uh, he didn't want to be involved in a match where he could not be pinned or submitted and still lose the title. And so towards the end of the main event, uh, they got involved, both Lashley and MVP, to try to help Drew win. Mm-hmm. However, Dijak Dio made an appearance, distracted Drew long enough so that Braun could hit a power slam and get the W. And, and Drew getting pinned is a pretty massive deal. It's a big deal. Big deal. It's, I think this is like the first time he's gotten pinned in a, in a, in a one-on-one match in a long time. Probably. I think the last time he got pinned was in a tag match. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a pretty huge deal. Yeah. Um, it doesn't happen very often. So he's totally not winning a backlash now, whether it's because uh, Braun's in there to get put in the hurt lock and pass out this time. You got uh, Dijak, Dio, who knows what their end game is with all this. Um, so, yeah, Drew's not winning. Drew's not winning. Yeah, yeah. I think, I mean, look, Backlash clearly is at least this year's. Last year they had that great Orton versus Edge greatest match greatest ever. Greatest match, match of all time. Which was a really, fa- which is, a, number one, a really good match. It was really good. I'm not going to say it was the greatest of all time, but it was a really good match. It was really good. Um, but that sort of that sort of elevated that particular pay-per-view. But generally speaking, Backlash. Historically speaking, Backlash is bad. Or yeah. Backlash 2018, bad. Oh, that was historically bad. Historically bad. That's right. That lives large so, in our lore. If Drew is going to get that title back, mm-hmm. it's probably going to be a SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Because they'll probably have it in front of fans. Yeah, if that's going to happen, you're you're right about that. Um, uh, otherwise, other story things that happened tonight on Raw. Charlotte came back. Of course, she was supposed to be suspended for an indefinite amount of time and fined $100,000. Uh, the continual usurping of Adam Pierce's authority by the Sonya Deville um, uh, continues. She let in Charlotte literally through the back door mm-hmm. and uh, had her apologize to uh, uh, Eddie, the ref, mm-hmm. and then uh, lifted her suspension, and uh, she took on Mandy Rose. Unilaterally, too. Yeah, yeah. Adam Pierce was none too happy about that. No, and let's talk the highlight of, of this here episode of Raw, and that would be the seeming formation, at least for now, of RK Bro, mm-hmm. uh, Riddle, and Orton. Had a pretty charming backstage segment uh, where Orton's like, hey, you know, I, 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 we had our match last week because I was going to try to instill some respect into you. Instead, you earned some of mine. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you talked last week about forming a tag team. Let's say we give this a trial run. I got us a tag match. See how the match goes, and then we can have a conversation about it. You and know, they won. Yeah, yeah. One of the reasons why their backstage <clears throat> uh, encounter was so charming is that Orton was the one guy so far who has been able to shut Matt Riddle up, which adds to the comedy because when Matt Riddle goes on and on, it's, it doesn't become, it's not funny anymore. And obviously they're quite the odd couple. I do kind of wonder if 
this is my pure speculation because this backstage segment was really good and their tag match and their interaction, everything about it was very entertaining. I wonder if this was supposed to be Orton. Orton's going to turn on Riddle eventually. Like oh, that's yeah. going to happen. But yeah, I I'm wonder if... surprised it didn't happen tonight. I wonder if that was supposed to happen tonight and maybe they did the backstage segment first and they're like, wow, this is, this is pretty entertaining. Maybe we should just milk this a little bit longer, or at least maybe if it was supposed to happen next week, now they might have second thoughts about that and are like, no, this is actually really good. Let's keep this going for a little while. Could be. You know, which would be smart anyways, because then you have, you know, as an audience member, you develop more of an emotional bond with these characters. You want them to succeed. Yes. Yes. You know, like the Festival of Friendship type stuff. Yes. I kind of feel like this is Orton, just like he he maybe is entertained by Matt Riddle. He probably went somewhere. It's like... I want to. I want to work with this guy. Yeah, I think you're probably right about that. You're probably right about that. Um, otherwise, I mean, look, we we let off a bunch of steam about Raw in the in the pre-show. Suffice to, uh, suffice to say, it's 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 not, it's not good. good. It's not. It's good. not good. It's not. It's good. it's it's too long. It's dull. Uh, there's segments that are cringy, but the major problem is there. You know, other whatever story development happens, by and large, it's it's not involving enough for me to really get invested it's just not yeah dude there's too much like cut and paste as well you know and i I understand that sometimes you can cut and paste and have a different outcome we did that at least twice we had braun and drew with their tag team thing at the beginning which they sort of they sort of like reverse the roles so braun's Um, like oh i want the handicap match and then drew makes the save it's all happening exactly the same way except in this case they end up losing the match instead of winning them. No, they still lost last week too. So the same thing happened, except it wasn't a DQ. Yeah. Um, so we had that. We had, uh, and then the other time it happened with Sheamus Open Challenge, where Umberto Carrillo answers again, and uh, it ends up in a brawl. But this time Umberto gets the upper hand. It's just sort of copy and paste stuff, where it's like, okay, we're running out of time. We need something for the show. We don't have time to come up with anything terribly inventive. What do we do last week? Do the same thing, just make a small tweak to it. And that's how we advance story. And it's like, it's just the most obvious, lazy way to advance any story. Yeah, um, it really is. And it, it really just, it, it doesn't make for compelling TV no. at all. No, um, no. So, I mean, it is, it's funny because in our, in one of our Patreon questions, somebody asks, uh, you know, uh, Raw is basically the land of the of the beasts. You know, the big men, and yeah, it's it's Raw doesn't have. I mean, they have Riddle, but they don't have guys like SmackDown has, where it's like a ton of wrestlers, like good. And that's why they were able to open uh, SmackDown last week with a forty five minute long segment, including a match, because they had four world class wrestlers there, as opposed to big attraction guys. And there's there's room for all of them. But yeah. it's like when you went on Raw, you can't have like a 30-minute match that's going to keep you in your seat because the wrestling kind of isn't there. They have the big attraction guys. They got brawlers like Sheamus who he can put on a really terrific match. And if you want to see a 30-minute match, Sheamus might be your guy. But like by and large, they have guys like Braun Drew, Bob Lashley, and it's like they're big attraction guys. They're meant to do big power moves. Yeah. Uh, and so it just, I don't know, it just feels like Raw is at a disadvantage in that respect. Um, but also it's just, you know, the bottom line is three hours and filling three hours with compelling stuff is just, it's difficult it's to do. It's a daunting task. It's a daunting task. Yeah. Daunting task. Anyways, going to dive into this. Yeah. All right. Show kicked off with, uh, uh, 
Dijak, and Dio. They have their tag match, was supposed to be a tag match against Braun and Drew. They cut a brief little promo. They got face paint on, but they got standard ring gear. Uh, Dijak, just black trunks. Young uh, Lion. Black boots. Young yeah. Lion, yeah, just with some face and, paint, yeah. Yeah, Dio had some black pants on, black boots, but no trim, mm-hmm. nothing decorative. Yeah. Just really plain. Yeah. A uh, brief promo. Essentially, they're going to show the world what they're finally meant to be. Uh, then we go backstage. Drew's warming up a gorilla position. Braun walks in. Uh, he kind of wa- infers that he wants to thank you from Drew for what he did last week. And then Drew said, hey, last week I wanted a handicap match, not someone get my business. And Braun says, you let your emotions get the best of you. I'm going to show you how it's done, kid. And Drew says, well, I've been in this business 20 years, won a bunch of titles. I'll put it to you simply. Maybe listen to me, kid. kid. And then Braun says, I'll do you. Uh, I'll do what you couldn't do last week. I'll go out there and beat Dio and Dijak by myself. So Braun goes down the ring right as uh, uh, Mike Rowe was about to say, you know, uh, this is a tag match, snatches the mic from him, says, no, it's going to be a handicap match. <laughs> Hands. Hands. Yeah, so that's what we get. We get a handicap match. Uh, you know, Braun, you know, early on dominates, but it's not too long before Mace and T-Bar get the upper hand. Once again, they ignore the tag rules uh, by just beating the crap out of Braun in the corner. Match gets DQ'd, and then Drew McIntyre comes down just like last week with Braun. Drew makes the save. Uh, I have here in my Steve notes, I'm assuming this will turn into a tag match now. Uh, And yeah, Uh, so uh, they go at it. Uh, Let's see here. Drew hits. Oh, man, how about that Dijak sell in that future shock? That was great. Not a lot of people like that size will spike themselves for a, for a future shock. It's kind of great. Um, Braun does his train thing, or according to Adnan Verk, makes a like a Jaws reference. We're gonna yeah. need a bigger boat, he says. Yeah. And then Corey's like, "A boat? What are you talking about?" Uh, so, anyways, when Braun goes to do his train thing, Drew accidentally clotheslines him because he's got Dijak between them. Dijak gets out of the way, so Drew yeah. clotheslines yeah. him. Dijak shoves Drew into the barricade, gets back in the ring. Drew can't beat the 10 count, so Mace and T-Bar pick up the win. Yeah, and then after that, Braun power slams Drew. Yeah, and then Adnan Verk seemed very happy when he was able to call it what it was. Oh, hey, that's a, that's a power running power slam. Whoa. Running power slam. Yeah. Uh, next, Drew walks into Adam Pierce's office, says, I want a match against Braun tonight. Uh, Pierce says, yeah, I think I could do that. Drew just says, good. Storms out. Good. After that, we had, oh, oh gosh. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I, 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 you know, uh, and you know, it made it worse. You know, it made it worse. Lacey was next to me. I had my wife in the room. Ms. TV comes on. And I'm like, oh, I know she's going to ask what the hell this is. So, uh, long story short. Elias agrees to do a hey hey hop hop unplugged segment. It's unbearably bad, and it Why wasn't are they still even bringing... that long. No, it wasn't. But this whole... I... like, are they going to do another match with Bad Bunny and the Miz? No, they're just. Why does Miz just... keep bringing it up? It's endless. It's endless. That's what I'm talking about. Copy and paste. Hey, let's have them come out and still harping. Now, maybe, maybe because they did mention his tour selling out. Maybe contractually. They are obligated to continue to reference him. That's the only. I mean, okay, I can think of something else. Creative's lazy. That's yeah, <laughs> that's that's the that go-to. Seems the most likely thing. Where that's the hey, go-to. 
What's an easy way to get heat on the Miz? Oh, he's taking all the credit for Bad Bunny's performance at Mania. It's endless. So Priest and the New Day come down. Uh, Woods has his bass guitar case, but turns out that it's actually filled with tomatoes. And so they start throwing them at the Miz and his friends. Uh, we get our match after that. Miz, Elias, and Riker. Uh, I kind of sure. mean, uh, before we move on, uh, we're kind of underselling how bad the segment was. <laughs> I know, I know, man. I'm the just, musical aspect of it was so bad. I'm just it was tr- so bad. Yeah, I'm trying not to. I'm trying. I'm, you know, it's really bad. You know, it, it was. Why wasn't John Morrison in this match instead of Riker? Is is Morrison injured or anything? No, I think it's all about they're trying to. They're really lazily, well, I thought, trying to stick a wedge between Miz and Morrison. You know, when when Maurice oh, was on yeah, a couple weeks back, you know, that. yeah, I remember, yeah, it was pretty pretty obvious. Like, oh, your wife's here. You didn't tell me that. That kind of stuff. Um, where they're trying to like tease a split, but then I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't where know. was Maurice? Really I was actually, I mean, I didn't like it, but I was like, okay. I mean, at least what was it? Was it last week that Miz and Maurice had the thing with Priest, or was it the week before that? Where he ripped his pants? The, the, no, that's two the, weeks the following ago. week. Yeah, the following week, week they yeah. still had a thing. Yeah. And Maurice, yeah, Maurice was like, "Hey, you can have your match." And then Priest beat him. Yeah. And I was like, "Okay, I'm Maurice." Maurice adds a, a fun element to things. Yeah, Maurice is charming. Yeah. I didn't know why they weren't. Yeah, why didn't they just continue with that and the Morrison thing this week? And said they'd bring. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, no, it was bad. Okay, it was really bad. It was really bad. It wasn't even that long. No, it, it was like, like an eternity. It was like three it was minutes like, of hell. It's like five thirty, and they're already doing Miss TV. It's going to be a long night. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I remember at, at like at six thirty, I was looking, and I forget what happened at six thirty. Like, Can it please be seven forty-five? It's only six thirty. <laughs> I know it was. Uh, I think it was Lashley's promo. No, it was Aww. Rhea's interview. I was like, it's only six thirty. We're only halfway. I know, I know. Anyway, so show. yeah, this match happened. Kofi gets isolated for a while. Priest gets a hot tag, cleans house. Xavier Woods tags in. Elias hits a knee on him for two. Kofi gets in. Kofi drops Riker with a drop kick. A bunch of stuff happens. I'll be honest with you. The finish of this was actually pretty fun. It was well executed. Bunch of stuff happened. Xavier rolled up Riker for the win. Yep. Not gonna lie, the match was actually pretty decent. It's just Ms. It TV. Right. As soon as I see Ms. TV, I'm like, I I want nothing to do with this. Yep. I'm you yep. know, I dude, it's funny because a lot of people properly, properly give Ms. credit for things like the bad bunny match. But like my counter to that is kind of anybody could do that. Like the WWE is so talented, like the 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 performers are so talented. There are very few people you couldn't trust with carrying a match the way Miz can carry a celebrity match. Like, plenty of people could do that. Well, I think maybe the one thing that, that Miz gets credit for in that respect is so, not so much carrying someone to a match, but maybe checking his ego at the door and, and you know, doing the job. I mean, I don't think Braun could do it. Wrestler. I don't think Braun could do it. But I, no, do, th- no, I no. do think that, like, if it was, if it was uh, the New Day, mm-hmm. totally could have done it. Oh hell you know? yeah! Like I, yeah. you could you could literally list off any number of people. No, I think in terms of of, of carrying a, a celebrity to a good or good or competent wrestling match, yeah, the roster is filled with people. I think the and thing is more the, so the the ego. But think about the ego thing too, because I think it's a valid point. But think about that. Like 
I don't know. Any number of the people on the roster, I feel like, would be professional enough to do that. Entirely possible. I guess my point is if Miz went away, I wouldn't miss him. (laughs) That's my point. (laughs) Then he's on that damn TV show. I just don't care. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Anyways, yeah. anyways. Anyways, next, Sonya Deville. She's walking backstage. She opens the door. Charlotte Flair enters through the door. She's in the building, but she's supposed to be suspended. Woo. This doesn't make any sense. We go to commercial comeback. Sonya Deville's in the ring. She introduces Charlotte. Uh, she walks to the ring. Also in the ring is Eddie, the ref that Charlotte beat up last week. And so Sonya throws the recap of what we saw last week. Uh, Sonya then mentions Charlotte was suspended, but she thought Adam Pierce's decision was rushed. We haven't heard from all parties, all sides in the matter. Tells Charlotte to say what she needs. Uh, she, uh, Charlotte says she spent a week uh, thinking about it, and she understands the error of her way. She apologized to WB management, to the WB universe, and to Eddie, the ref, for her childish ways. Says instinct took over, but she's here to take the high road and right the wrong she committed. Again, apologizes to Eddie for manhandling him last week. Yeah, she really Eddie, leaned into that, too. I'm sorry yeah, I yeah. manhandled you last week. Yeah. Eddie accepts her apology, says, you know, if I had seen Rhea interfere, then Charlotte, you would have won the match. So Sonya goes on. She lifts Charlotte's suspension. The whole time Charlotte's like mm-hmm. obviously stewing about something. Mm-hmm. Uh, says uh, Charlotte will return to the ring tonight, and Eddie will ref that match. And Charlotte interrupts says, there's one more thing. Eddie, you said you made the mistake, so you need to apologize to me. And he does. He does. And she says, good boy. 
Yeah. And so they leave, go backstage, and Adam Pierce is waiting for Charlotte and Sonya. He's like, were you ever going to come to me and talk to me about this? And Sonya does uh, the whole, uh, well, you know, I was looking for you and couldn't find you. Things happen so really I'm, fast. So I'm sorry. And he says, I'd be willing to believe you or accept that if I believed you. Ooh, and then he storms off. Dang. Yeah. Heat. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like the Charlotte stuff. I'll, I'll be. I, I like. I think if you like, I said last week, the week before that, if you're gonna if you're gonna do this with Charlotte, go all the way with it. You know, crank it up. Uh, backstage, uh, Pierce is talking to somebody on the phone, snaking out Sonia, snaking her out, man. Uh, putting in a complaint to HR. Apparently, Braun shows up, makes the pitch to Pierce. He says, "Hey, uh, if uh, he, he goes on about remember that one match when I didn't lose it, who lost it? I didn't lose it." So this, I'm still in contention for number one contendership. So this match with Drew, if I beat him, I want to be in the match at WrestleMania. At WWE presents WrestleMania Backlash. You know what? Say what you will about Braun. It's clear he's been practicing speaking. He has. He's he has. been putting in work. You know what I've noticed is when he he doesn't focus so much on kayfabe voice, he does better. You're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, he does better when he doesn't have to talk like this. Yeah, he says, or do you need to check with Sonya first? And Pierce says, okay, yeah, okay, we'll do that. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had Sheamus's open challenge. He has a promo first. He says, "I proved to be a fighting champion last week." Uh, was he calling him Dumberto? Oh, I didn't notice that. Okay, maybe it was just his accent. And he was actually calling him Umberto, but I was like, that's silly. Anyways, this is last week. Umberto added his name to uh, the first to the list of names of dudes trying to take my title. All those new muscles on that kid, and he couldn't get it done. By the way, there are quite a few new muscles on him. Yeah, he's jacked. He says, last week, after the successful debut of my open challenge, I've decided to do it again. If anyone wants another shot of the champ, come out here. But just know, this title's not going to be on the line. So Umberto shows up again. Sheamus cheap shots him again, starts beating on him. He gets back on the mic, but as soon as he does, Umberto attacks him from behind, sends him out of the ring. A beautiful suicide dive. Yeah, that was great. Sends Sheamus over the table. That He launched was, himself like a bullet. That was just about picture perfect. It was great. Uh, so Sheamus is steaming mad, obviously, is going to lead to more stuff between them. So good you for Umberto so, yeah. to get some more TV yeah, time. Exactly, exactly. After that, we have an MVP and Lashley interview. Uh, they're asked about Braun being added. Uh, to the match at WrestleMania Backlash, MVP tells him not to jump to conclusions. You know, while people might, uh, uh, you know, talk about speculation, they focus on reality. The reality is that uh, uh, himself and Lashley have some grievances to address. Uh, it says, I could give you a scoop, Kevin, couldn't I? But I won't. Oh, they walk off. Wow. 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 After that, we uh, had a Rhea Ripley interview. She says, this is really basic stuff. I mean, she had like three lines. She said, I liked watching Charlotte get fined $100,000. Maybe our paths will cross one day. Looking forward to my match tonight. <laughs> it was the most generic stuff. Like, Rhea could be really good on the mic. Dude, I know. Ever hey. since she got called up to Raw, it's like, I don't, it's like, I don't know. It's like either she, they're, they're giving her the scripts right before she does the promos. There's no one knows who her character is yet, which kind of feels like what it is, you know? Dude, no, like on NXT, Raw. So NXT, here's the thing. I, I I believe at NXT, they're like, well, we can't really have it both ways. Because to prepare our people for main roster means we would have to give them their scripts five minutes before we go live. And that makes for a shit product. We're not going to do that. 
So when they get to main roster in that respect, they're just going to have to figure it out, which I think Triple H has probably realized at this point, no matter how well we prepare them, Mm-hmm. It's an entirely different game there. It is. It is. And I they're going to they, be at the whims of Vince McMahon. I think to a degree they've given up on preparing them for main roster in that regard, at least. They'll prepare them in terms of wrestling for television. Yeah, right. Yeah, this yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. Because you're right. You know, you, you can't have it both ways. Either you do you, you prepare them for the main roster, then NXT is like main roster light. Mm-hmm. Or you focus on making NXT a good program, and then you don't do all the, the, the things that main roster does that, that makes their show at times, especially for Raw, crap. They should have classes at NXT where it's like... Cold reading. It's cold reading classes. No, listen, listen. Oh. Preparing for Maine. Yeah. Class number, like, the first week, right? Learning how to go sit in front of a door for four hours. Right? Yeah. yeah. And then class number two, pitching 15 ideas and learning to deal with rejection on all of them. Yeah. Something about uh, memorizing Vince's uh, eating schedule. <laughs> so, you know, don't go in there while he's eating and waste your time. Right, right. Um, yeah, I mean, the one, obviously, you know, memorizing scripts moments before a camera rolls. The cold reads, man. The cold, cold reads. reads. Yeah. Just because I, it, Rhea, it feels like Rhea's just standing there reciting her lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And whether it's because she's just gave the script, they still haven't discovered what who Rhea Ripley is on main roster yet? I don't know. I just don't think that they think about who is this person. They're like, oh, you're you're a badass. Oh, you're a good yeah. guy. You're a coward. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's the most simplest. They have like four different pegs. It's archetypes. Like, it's which, all character archetypes. Yeah, which one are you in? Oh, you're a badass. No, okay, you're a coward then. <laughs> <laughs> but are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Oh, but no. Hold on a second, though. You're a tall coward. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Talk. <laughs> uh, after that, uh, Lashley and MVP hit the ring. Uh, Lashley said, I did what I said I was going to do. I walked into Mania and I walked out of Mania WB champ. <laughs> and when he made Drew pass out, held the title high and commanded respect, he made it all the better that Drew was lying at his feet. He says, now I have to defend against Drew again and I'll defeat him again. But now there's a chance it could be a triple threat match. MVP says uh, he's offended by that. Wonders why WWE would treat their champion so poorly. It says any business conducted involving the title should involve the champion. Mm-hmm. Lashley has been champ for 56 days. Now his reign could be in jeopardy because of a triple threat match. And that's how he lost the U.S. title. I'm happy MVP included that one little detail. Yeah, MVP knows the deal, man. Yep. So potentially Lashley could lose the title without having a hand in the outcome. That is not fair. Mm-hmm. Lashley says, fair or not, both Braun and Drew know I can beat them one-on-one. He says, tonight, I'm going to be ringside to observe my interests. Uh, he says something like, after having worked 16 years, you know, no one's going to take the title off me. Some of these other classes that chat's coming up with are pretty good. Fear and Loathing says, lesson number seven, watch Vince eat a steak while mostly ignoring you. <laughs> Why, Brownie says, lesson number six, <laughs> control your allergies. There you go. <laughs> Gareth says, "Class number three, how to sit in, the, how to sit in the dark room." Oh wow, for a year and not for lose your mind. <laughs> uh, next, we had probably the highlight of the show. Matt Riddle has an interview. He's asked how he feels after losing to Orton last week. He says he feels awesome. Feels like he's scooting on a scooting high, like he's scooting high through the clouds. Not just cloud nine, cloud twelve. Uh, says Randy is a legend killer. He's an apex predator. Still don't really know what that means. He's also a viper. He's a snake. 
and last week I squished him like Ricky Ticky Tavy, like a mongoose. And Norton steps in and uh, says, "You know, I don't know what planet you're from." And what does Riddle say? I'm from Planet Earth, <laughs> bro. And then Orton goes. Orton then does this. <sighs> Orton was so know, good here. I know we have nothing in common. No, we're both from Planet Earth, bro. <laughs> Said I underestimated Riddle. I underestimated you last week. I was going to give you a lesson of respect, but in the process, you earned mine. And he says, "You know, you talked last week about a tag team. But if we were going to beat a tag team, the name would be RK Bro. It's a catchy name. Uh, what do you say we give it a try tonight?" He said, in fact, "I took the." No, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, he was just like, "I'm so down, bro." We can have because yeah. Orton says, "Yeah, I took the liberty of, of getting a match for us tonight." Yeah. So I'm so down. We can get matching snake suits, uh, snake skin suits. Yeah, he just, <laughs> I mean, Orton didn't shush him. He just did. Yeah, and so Riddle like buttons his. He zips yeah, his he lips. Zips his lips. Yep. And he says, "We'll see how it goes tonight. We'll talk afterwards." Pretty it was, charming. It was. It was really good stuff. It was really good stuff. Uh, backstage, Nia Jax is complaining about Charlotte. Shayna says, we need to lose the distractions like Reginald over here. She brings up what happened on SmackDown. Then, uh, like a PA gives Nia some flowers and she's like, oh, Reggie, that's so nice of you. And he's like, I didn't give those two. And then Angel Garza comes up and, and spits some game at Nia Jax right in front of her man, Reginald. And, uh, she's all very charmed by that. And uh, she, he walks off, and she, she sees Mandy and Dana says, hey, could you put these in, in water for me? And just destroys the flowers over Mandy. It was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Nia's hilarious, man. She's great. I loved, I loved at the start of their match when Rhea comes in. Nia and Shayna are already in there, and Nia starts doing the sign of the devil to uh, the throwing oh, yeah. up the horns to Rhea. It was pretty funny yeah. stuff. She's, she's yeah. funny, man. She is. Uh, so backstage, Braun's warming up. MVP walks up to him. Uh, says Lashley doesn't appreciate Braun groveling to get in the title match at Backlash. Braun says, if Lashley has something to say to him, he can say it to my face. He says, while you're at it, delivering messages, MVP. Here's one for Bobby. Uh, once I, Braun, defeat Drew tonight, going to win at Backlash, and there's nothing anyone can do about it. After that, we had Orton and Riddle <coughs> versus Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin. Uh, uh, Riddle for the majority of this match got his ass kicked. Shelton and I'm sorry, Shelton working and Cedric were working the knee and the leg. Yeah. Um, eventually he gets the hot tag to Randy, who goes off on Shelton. Uh, he drops a beautiful RKO out of nowhere on Cedric, who came flying in from the top. Mm-hmm. Uh, that took care of Cedric. Uh, Randy's about to hit a draping DDT on Shelton, and Riddle comes to and, and he's begging for a tag. And he's like, Come on, man, let's do this. Let's do this. And so Orton reluctantly agrees, lets Riddle tag in, hits that draping DDT. Riddle hits Floating Bro for the pin. And, uh, of course, you know, Randy Orton goes and he poses and in front of him. Uh, uh, Bro does his thing, and Orton looks at him and just sort of shakes his head and walks off. But as he's walking up the ramp, he's smiling because he's like, okay, this is this is pretty fun. Well, even before that, after the, the they won, Riddle goes to Orton and gives, uh, gives him a hug. <laughs> yeah. Orton just goes, don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah, that was good stuff. It says Russ Razor Hand, you know, and then mm-hmm. yeah, the they got good chemistry. They do, they do. After that, Oscar, Naomi, and Lana against Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Rhea Ripley. Uh, so I don't know. Fairly early in the match, Rhea it has the upper hand. Uh, Mandy and Dana walk down the ramp. Shayna goes over there, trying to cut off 
whatever distractions might, uh, you know, distract Naya uh, at the pass. Uh, they throw a bucket of water at her. Mm-hmm. And so Naya then follows over and then slips in the, the water on the floor. Again, we're doing the copy and paste stuff. Like at no point in Nia Jax's career over the past whatever five years that we've seen her on TV has she been this clumsy. And now yep. it's just every single week it's something. It's just pratfall after pratfall. Yeah. So we go to commercial. We come back. Shayna's working Lana's arm. Uh, Lana hits a j- jawbreaker. Uh, hits some moves. Uh, eventually, though, uh, Shayna hits a knee. Nia's in. Hits a slam. Uh, down the the stretch, uh, Rhea hits uh, Naomi with the riptide. However, Lana had already tagged herself in. Rhea did not know. Lana hits Rhea with a crossbody off the top, gets a two, uh, leaps towards Rhea. Rhea catches her. Uh, there's stuff happening down the floor that takes out Asuka. Um, and then uh, Lana reverses that to a crucifix pin. Rhea kicks out. Boots Lana in the head, hits Riptide. Then Nia tags in, hits a leg drop for the win. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, man. I was that that crucifix pin. Mm-hmm. I thought Lana was going to roll up Rhea. I know, me too. I know. I was like, oh, I wonder if Shayna prepared her for that. Uh, uh, let's see here. Backstage, uh, this was a nice little bit, little moment between Sonya and Mandy Rose. First time I think we've seen them interact since uh, Sonya's been back. She basically tells. So. Uh, Mandy, that uh, Charlotte is her opponent tonight, but there's some acknowledgement there. It was, it was pretty good stuff. Yeah. Uh, Alexis Playhouse is next. We're talk- she's talking about Lily being her BFF. Lily understands her. She's a mentor, a little devil and angel on her shoulder. Um, but now we can all have a Lily of our own. All you got to do is ask nicely and tells us all watching at home to come closer to televisions, look her in the eyes, think dark thoughts, think twisted thoughts. We all have them. Now repeat after me, Lily. Lily, Lily. Now, picture something peaceful. Take a deep breath. Inhale, exhale. Think about how peaceful it is, and they do a jump scare where Lily pops up on the screen. Yeah, they're showing all sorts of stock footage of peaceful things, and then they do the Lily jump scare thing. Yeah. And Bliss laughs, says it was Lily's idea, but to be honest, she thinks Lily is getting restless. It's time to let her play with the rest of WWE. She says, don't blame me for what's going to happen next. Lily made me do it. Yep. Uh, after the yeah, so I'm I'm kind of curious to see where that's going to go, how this is going to play out in the ring. I'm done with this playground stuff. Just get on with it. Whatever you're going to do, go ahead and do it. Um, after that, we've got uh, Charlotte versus Mandy Rose. Uh, Charlotte during the match gets testy with the ref Eddie for slow counting. Um, Mandy rolls up Charlotte for two, tries another uh, pin for two, uh, and then eventually Charlotte hits natural selection for three. It's a pretty short match. Yeah, she's not happy with Eddie, though. Uh, and then we had Drew McIntyre versus Braun Strowman. I thought this was a pretty fun match. Uh, I mean, the end was like a, a hilariously overbooked mess, but like you know, in terms of big uh, two big dudes going at it, thought it was I thought it was pretty decent. Braun mm-hmm. came out strong. Uh, Drew worked his leg over, working on his vertical base. Yep. Uh, Braun launched Drew off the top at one point, punches him off the apron. Loads up for a train, but when he does that, Lashley's music hits, so Lashley comes out. Everything stops. Everything just stops. Everything yeah. stops, and everybody just stares at the ramp. Yeah. We go to commercial. Uh, we come back. Drew has Braun in a sleeper. He gets out. Drew tosses him overhead. Drew tries for a claymore, but Braun counters with a huge powerbomb for two. 
there's a kind of almost a scary superplex from Braun for two. Yeah. They didn't get like Drew didn't quite get the rotation you would usually get for something like that. Um, last, so in the end, Lashley tried to distract. MVP got punched off the apron by Braun. Drew is about to hit a Claymore, but T-Bar and Mace distract him. Uh, Drew goes in. Braun hits a power slam for three. Well, uh, MVP saved Drew from eating the power slam. Yeah, 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 yeah. He pulls him yeah. off. Yeah, yeah, that's then, right. Yeah. That's right. And yeah. then Braun goes to hit Drew, and Drew gets out of the way. That's right. Yeah. He clocks MVP. So that was an interesting development. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what, what T-Bar and Mace's, you know, agenda is in all this. Remains to be seen. Remains to be seen. I don't even know if creative knows. Yeah. Let's answer some questions. It would, it would follow suit with uh, all things retribution thus far. Seemingly. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. I got a thread up here on the Patreon. I wanted to give a quick shout out before we do these questions. We do have a couple new patrons over there on the yes. Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We have, uh, it is uh, about, what, four days left till the end of the month. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. think I have. I got the new batch uh, ready for pickup on Wednesday. Uh, but, yeah, you get a comic book. You get some stickers. You get uh, an 8x10 signed by me and Larson. Uh, you got all sorts of cool stuff at the $20 mark. It's a friendo care package. You can check, take a look at a closer look at that stuff over at the website at Patreon. I uh, want to give a shout out to Matthew Makofsky and uh, Yame World uh, because thank Yame you. World is back. So yeah. uh, thank you very much for your support. We appreciate it. It's a great way to help support going in raw. Mm-hmm. Patreon.com forward slash Steve Larson. We have all sorts of bonus material tomorrow. We're going to be doing a power rank. I'm not oh, sure exactly oh, what oh, we're going to oh, power rank, rank. but it uh, should be a fun uh, bonus stream for Friendo Club TV yes. members. Yes. Yes. Uh, Dan Daniels the third has a question here on Twitch. Will RK Bro last longer than Y two AJ? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, Y two AJ had didn't that like was it like two weeks or something? It was something, something ridiculously like that. Long to make short. Some merch. Yeah. Uh, Alex Foster, what would be stranger? Seeing a match between two wrestlers you love be bad. I've seen we've seen that before. Uh, or seeing a match between two wrestlers you don't care for being amazing. Probably the latter, because we've seen the former quite a bit. You know, I mean, the one that comes to mind, not saying there were bad matches necessarily, but AJ Styles versus Nakamura had a couple of matches that were like, eh, mm, yeah, all right. Well, uh, AJ and Kevin Owens had some matches that had really bold They were downright, finishes. though, that was that was actually really strange. Yeah. yeah. Um, strange. Seeing a match between two wrestlers I don't care for being amazing. I don't know if that'd be strange necessarily, but it would probably endear me to those wrestlers a little bit mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. Totally. Uh, Haha Jackson here is some bit speculating that uh, Orton and Riddle be bonded Mania Weekend. Hanging yeah, out with could RVD. Be. Could be. Could be. Uh, oh, here we go. Rob Conway guy on the Patreon says, Hey, Steven Larson. With Lashley coming out with his newish lightning entrance, 
Who else should come upgrade their entrance with acts of God? He was thinking the hurricane coming out with the hurricane around him or three-time WWE World Tag Team Champion Rob Conway returning and simply walking down the ramp. <laughs> Thank you, Rob Conway, guys. So what wrestling entrance do you think would, uh, would, would work with an act of God? Uh, who's... Oh, oh, uh, obviously, Bronson uh, Reed would have a tsunami oh, yeah. uh, uh, escort him to the ring. That's or good. carry him to the ring, perhaps. That's good. That's good. That's really good. I'm trying to think of uh, outside of uh, the actual wrestler earthquake. Mm -hmm. Who else? Well, uh, the earth could open up, and this wrestler could could rise up from. Yeah, maybe. Uh, is there anybody who could turn water into wine or bread into fish? Uh, I mean, I guess when Seth was the Monday Night Messiah. Oh, yeah, there you go. There you go. That's good. Uh, Golden Eagle with the subs is 13 months already. Keep it up, friendos. Thank you, Golden Eagle. Blake Whitehouse says, what do you guys think is next for Edge? I'm going to say money in the bank. Yeah. Uh, Moses suppose if you were given six wrestlers to put in a match, would you book a gauntlet match or a six-man elimination match? Gauntlet. At this point, yeah, gauntlets are usually the thing. But I kind of feel like WWE has done a couple of them over the past like 12 months. Like We've had some gauntlets. I like elimination matches too. I think they're fun. Uh, White Brownie, Sonya on Raw talk pretty much said, "Yeah, why would one of Raw's top draws be suspended?" Solid, solid logic there from Sonya Deville. Good point. Nemo says, "Who is booked stronger, Triple H during the Reign of Terror or Charlotte Flair now?" Oh, it's going to be Triple H. I would, I, I would say Triple H just because, um. He was like the guy backstage putting himself in that position. So like he was charting his own course. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I'd have to look at his record as well. <clears throat> uh, Jorge D on WWE's most wanted treasures. Triple H and Steph come across a treasure match map from Vince. Curious. They decide to ask Vince what this is about. Does Vince, this show oh, actually no. happen? Vince, oh, that was going to be a segment for Paul Burchill to find pirate treasure on a deserted island, but I ripped up the script the day of, forgot about it. Triple H loves this idea and decides to revive it with chosen fans creating wrestler pirate crews. Uh, pick your pirate crew for these five positions. Captain, first mate, gunner, cook, and navigator. Do these have to be wrestlers? Are they NXT yeah. wrestlers or just wrestler wrestlers? Let's say NXT wrestlers. Who's your captain? It'd be Champa. Champa's the captain. No, you have you have Gargano be captain. Oh wow. Austin Theory be first mate. Okay. Or Candace, sorry, Candace be first mate. Yeah. Uh Indy is the gunner. Okay. Uh Austin Theory's the cook. Oh wow. Okay. Eesh. Everybody's gonna get sick. Who's the gunner? No, Indy's the gunner. Oh, wasn't there one more spot? The Navigator. Have Dexter Loomis be the Navigator. Oh, wow. There you go. 
Well, that's your crew. I'm going to say Champa is my captain. Oh, no, Walter's captain. Have Walter be captain. Okay, let's do an all NXT UK ship then. Walter's the right. captain. Yeah. First mate would be Ilya. Mm-hmm. It's going to be Ilya. Uh, food is Trent Seven. Uh-huh. Kebabs. Uh, Tyler Bate would be the gunner. Okay. And then Navigator. The Navigator would be... Uh, oh, oh, oh. It's uh, Tyson T-Bone. He's the, the, the king of the travelers. That's what they call him. Solid crew there. Both great crews. Uh, Adrian C. <laughs> thoughts and decision to debut Rhea as a heel after a successful face run NXT. After Bianca and Asuka, the entirety of the women's main roster has no believable babyface title contenders. Maybe Naomi or Bailey if they turn her back to face. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know how the crowd would be reacting to Rhea right now. I think it'd be an underwhelming response. Oh, to this current iteration. To, yeah, of yeah. 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 Because, yeah, I don't know. People want to like her. She's a badass. Uh, let's see here. Uh, did that. Cameron Grimes, financial advisor. Would you guys be open to a Braun title reign if it were 2017 Braun? Yeah. I thought that was that was peak Braun. Yeah, man, that feud with Roman was great. Oh, it was, it was awesome. Yeah. Uh, night by night. Recently, you sat down to enjoy some popcorn and movies on your sofa. Unfortunately, you sat down a little too hard, and the frame underneath gave out. You'll need a replacement. Mm. What raw superstar would you be most willing to accept a lightly used couch from? A cruiserweight. Somebody who. Uh, I feel like they don't really spend a lot of time on their couch. It's more for decorative purposes. So somebody who's really active. Um, or someone who has a large home and yeah. has like a living room, which is basically unused. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Somebody's on the road a lot. So like a full-time, full-time guy. Yeah. So I'm thinking someone that's on the road. Yeah. That wrestles like a lot of matches. But not somebody like, with a bunch of kids. So I'm not thinking AJ Styles. Mm -hmm. Somebody younger. If you'd asked me this a couple of years back, I would have said Dean Ambrose. Because he was on the road two hundred some days a year. Oh yeah, he was. Yeah, he'd wrestle the most matches every year. Yeah, you'd think he probably has a couch in his house that probably doesn't get a lot of action. Probably, yeah, that's a good one. All right, so uh, uh, Moxley, Moxley from like years ago. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, here's a good question: Wolfpack for life. Oh, this isn't even close. Whose future looks brighter, T-Bar and Mace on Raw? Or Slapjack and Reckoning on SmackDown. It's oh, T-Bar and, and Mace. Mace. It's T-Bar and Mace. Yeah, they're in the land of giants, and they're two big dudes. Mm-hmm. Gareth, will Shelton Benjamin be a future Hall of Famer? Oh, he should be. Mm-hmm. Not a headliner, but he should be, absolutely. Yeah, he definitely should be. Yeah. Definitely should be. Uh, Lucifer, this is a good question. Power rank shows you can watch instead of Raw. Take your pick. Uh, finished I mean, watching that Sasquatch documentary on Hulu. I just started, so it's really that fascinating. I mean, the, Sasquatch. the setup, the setup is fascinating. Okay, and it's a it's a world that's fascinating. It's it's on Earth. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's like some planet of Yetis. No, Yetis are the abominable snowmen. 
Oh, I just broke my pencil. Sasquatch is Bigfoot, man. It's a, it's a planet of big feet. There you go. <laughs> All right. One more question. All right. I, I love it. I love, I love it. <laughs> Chat's killing me right now. Wait a second. Wait a second. Whoa, wait a second. Sheldon deserves to go in, but not Christian. Oh, yeah. No, that popped in my head, too. <laughs> oh, that's great. Steve, what? <laughs> All right, one more question. One more question. Uh, John Elite says, so WB gets rid of T-Bar and Bases Bass, but keeps their retribution name instead of them going by Madden and Dijak? Yeah, I'm fine with that. They were introduced on Raw as T-Bar and Mace. Like, it, I'd rather say T-Bar than Dijakovic. Anyways, you know, Dio Madden's a fine name. But Mace is kind of a cooler name, so I'm fine with that. I think it's, I think it's, uh, that's totally fine. Dijak is so ridiculous a person that T-Bar just fits him perfectly, anyways. So I'm totally fine for that. Yeah, Ryan Supernova says uh, shorter names are better. I agree. Anyways, thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Twitch chat, stick around. We'll hang out for a little bit. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Help support Going In Raw today by becoming a Friendo Club TV member. You'll get access to new bonus episodes every week, including Friendo Club Arcade, Live Power Rank, Vintage 10 for the Wins, and Ask Steven Larson. Get access to Friendo Club TV today by becoming a $5 and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.